Good evening and welcome back to Female, the other F word, hosted by yours truly, Elaine Ventura, coming down to you from, by way, of Florida. Uh, It is hot and muggy and it is storming outside as it usually is this time of year, reminding me to stay hydrated, reminding you to stay hydrated. It is the dog days of summer. So one of the subjects I wanted to talk to uh, my audience today had to do with the word bitch. Now we all know that bitch can come at you in several different tones, different meanings, different reasons. And I've got to tell you, I hear the word bitch being thrown around like candy these days. I remember being a young girl uh, back in the 80s and in the 90s thinking, oh my God, that person just got called the B word. Bitch. Oh my God, they called her a bitch. Now, it's almost a term of endearment. You know, you can hear conversations going around. You hear two women go, Hey, bitch. What's up, bitch? Bitch, I gotta tell you something. Kind of a term of endearment. I've used it myself saying, bitch, please. And it's only in a humorous way. But, uh, you know, some people still use the word bitch in a negative, derogatory manner. Um, I find that especially when it has to do with men in the workplace. I have been in the medical field for over 20 years. And when there is a woman um, in a lead role, a team leader, management, supervisor, uh, whatever title you want to throw on a person that is um, above your pay grade and of the female sex, I hear the word bitch thrown around. Um, and uh, it's just habit now. Um, Not too long ago, I heard uh, two men talking about one female executive and not knowing I was around the corner making the statement of, this bitch would just shut up. And so I'm thinking to myself, bitch, all right, that doesn't sound very friendly, so it must be used in a derogatory fashion. So I figured, you know what, let me go back to the dictionary and pull up the word bitch. The only real factual definition of that word for me is a female dog. So I went ahead and pulled up the dictionary, you know, Merriam-Webster dictionary, right off of the internet, and it comes just as I thought. The first definition of bitch is the female dog or some carnivorous mammal. Okay, female dog or some carnivorous mammal. Uh, So someone of the female sex that is a carnivore eating meat. Um, That's cute. All right. Part two of the definition It starts with a malicious, spiteful, or overbearing woman. Okay, I can see that. I can see where the men came up with that word bitch. I myself have thought of some women as being bitches. Uh, I'm guilty of that. But I no longer see it as so much derogatory, unless it's used in the way of, that woman really is a bitch. 
So, part three. This is the third definition out of Merriam uh, Dictionary off the internet. Something that is extremely difficult, um, objectionable, and unpleasant. So, bitch has the definition of a female dog that is malicious, spiteful, overbearing, and something that is uh, extremely difficult and unpleasant. Uh, You know, you hear a lot of uh, women in power um, being named a bitch. And like I said, back in the 80s and 90s, it was considered very derogatory to call a woman this name. Now it's almost a nickname, um, playful at times. And um, here's my take on the word bitch. I even caught myself talking to my husband and uh, the word bitch was thrown around, not at me, because we all know that doesn't happen. Uh, But the word bitch was thrown around and I said, why does it always have to be bitch? And basically the conversation went about was, well, it's really not that big a deal calling someone a bitch. I call men a bitch. Men can be bitches, which is very true. I have met many male bitches before. Um, It could be used in the same fashion. It could be used playfully like, man, that, that man's a bitch. You know, but now that I think about that, when I say that man's a bitch, that really doesn't sound pleasant or playful. It actually does sound really derogatory. Anyway, so now, you know, you can hear bitch in so many different ways. Um, But there is also, I think, in my opinion, so much power behind the word. Do I have to keep saying it? We already know what it is. Bitch. You can be, you know, this this girl bitches too much. Oh, this woman's always bitching. Um, any which way you swing it, you know, this word is used in everyday life. It's not even censored on TV anymore, so we all know it's really not censor worthy. Um, but don't say it at work because you know you will be getting in trouble behind that because technically under, you know code of conduct. You're not supposed to use any derogatory terms. Um, but I, I, I think that we can use the word bitch in a more powerful way. Um, women of high power. The first woman that comes to mind and, uh, that was called bitch out, outright, uh, was Hillary Clinton, um, that I remember. Uh, I was in my teens when Bill Clinton came into office in 1992. I was in high school. And I remember the conversation being, well, Bill's not so much the president of the United States. That bitch of a wife is. She's the brains behind the scenes. And I thought to myself, well, if she's the brains behind the scenes, then why isn't she considered, you know, a queen? Uh, Her majesty. No, she's considered a bitch. So... For me, I was starting to think that bitch really meant, you know, you were just uh, wearing your husband's pants and um, had bigger balls than he did. Um, With that being said, you know, she was also a lawyer, which comes with a lot of education. And um, 
I believe that men are threatened by women with a higher status, higher pay grade, higher education. And if they are forced to be uh, put underneath a woman as their boss, that word will be used at least no minimum than five to ten times a day. Um, probably at the water fountain, you know, discussing uh, the bitch that's coming in the meeting today, this, that, whatever. So here's a quote that I saw when I was looking up what are some of the best female empower, uh, empowerment uh, quotes that uh, are still contemporary to these days. Some of them were a little aged um, and I thought eh, it doesn't really roll over too well to today's um, audience. Usually um, in the podcast genre, it's mostly millennials um, or my age group between the ages of 35 and 50 um, who listen consistently to podcasts, maybe to get their news, their comedy, um, you know, current events, Anything that they want to listen to, you can basically find a podcast for fixing uh, household items. You name it, there's a podcast for it. There's also YouTube channels galore. I mean, you just can't be bored anymore in this um, age of technology. So I found this quote. Now, you may or may not know this woman. Her name is Betty Davis, and she comes at us out of, oh God, I want to say Betty Davis was acting... Somewhere in the 30s, 1930s and 40s. Um, And she herself was considered a mean bitch behind the scenes. Why was that? She had a big mouth. I don't think it's a big mouth. But back in those days, the men said that she had a big mouth and she was rude. And she said exactly what was on her mind. Therefore, here comes the B word flying out, you know, as a reputation for her. And perhaps she was. Perhaps she had to be. Who knows what the real reason was behind the way she acted, the way she did. But here is her quote. It is, when a man gives his opinion, he's a man. When a woman gives her opinion, she's a bitch. I couldn't say it any better than that. You know, as I've uh, gone through my career, I've had the opportunity to be in leadership type roles and uh, when I express, uh, express my opinions with other um, men in the room or in, um, you know, town hall meetings or, um, you know, practice councils, however, you know, whatever you want to call the meetings that you have at work at your place. And if you don't make your voice heard, if you just sit back and nod your head and say, you know, yes, master. Um, you as a woman will not, will not be taken seriously. And unfortunately, if you do voice yourself and you have a strong opinion and you do, you know, have, um, a, a, you know, a comeback for whatever was said by a male, um, you may be stamped as a bitch, but like I said, it is what it is. The power of the word is there. Now, I think as it comes to the word itself and its proper definition, 
being unpleasant, being difficult. Um, it could be used for both sexes. Like I said, I have met many a male bitch before. Um, and I, I, you know, you work throughout your life with many, uh, many of them of either sex. But it's just unfortunate that I find it that it's usually used against a female. And really only because it was named for the female dog. Uh, which then again, if you think about it, dogs are pretty, you know, can be pretty self-sustaining, can be mean and um, bite your ass. So, then again, maybe it is fitting. Um, So anyway, that's my opinion about the word, bitch. Um, I don't know, you know, that that word's not going away anytime soon. And uh, the new bitch word is now nasty. Um, Not to become too political, but... uh, our president of the United States calling uh, the mayor of San Juan, Puerto Rico, Carmen Yulín um, Perez, a nasty woman. Um, you basically called her a bitch. And she is a woman of power. She was very vocal about what happened in uh, Puerto Rico and aftermath, in the aftermath of Hurricane Maria. And uh, therefore, she was called nasty. And you know what that nasty bitch did? She went ahead and threw it on a t-shirt as a graphic tee. Hashtag nasty. You go, girl. Bitch, you cool. I like you. That's one bitch I can get behind. Now, see, that's a term of endearment. It's all about tone and how you kind of, you know, use your body language. Determines if it's derogatory or playful. Um... But I I do appreciate women in power who do, unfortunately, get labeled as such. Um, But they have to. They have to. Or they go nowhere. You go nowhere. You just stay behind the scenes, stay behind the suit. And um, we as women, we have uh, our own suits to put on. And uh, I'm not talking about those pantsuits and I mean nothing wrong with the pantsuit as long as it's tailored me personally yeah it's professional but I think it's kind of dowdy um I like a nice groomed well tailored dress um you know they say red is a powerful color to wear personally I don't like the color red um many women do unless it's lipstick I like red lipstick I'm going a little off tangent there but like I said, nasty, bitch. These are words that we females have to uh, endure these days. And it really just depends on who's saying it and how they're saying it and the body language as well. Body language, um, oh my goodness. There is so much that can be misunderstood in body language and tone. And I have seen many uh, disagreements, fights, blowouts happen, maybe because you had your hands on your hips, um, or you had resting bitch face and didn't even realize you had it. Uh, so we'll roll into uh, segment two talking about body language because it still rolls into female empowerment. 
the way you stand, the way you talk, the tone you use, how fast do you talk, how slow do you talk. Um, And that's coming up next. Welcome, welcome back, welcome back to segment two on female, the other F word. And I'm your host, Elaine Ventura. Um, so a little correction, um, when it comes to the mayor of San Juan, Puerto Rico, I was going just off the top of my head, which at this moment it's fried. It's a little late in the evening. Um, so it's not Carmen Yulín, um, Perez, it's Cruz. So my apologies. Soy Boricua and I can't believe that I totally threw a mierda against that last name. So forgive me. I know that it is uh, Cruz, not Perez. So we were talking about body language. Okay, so body language, dear God, women. Um, I do see a difference in body language with men and with women. But let me tell you something. A lot of times, you're not going to catch a man putting his hands on his hips. It's not masculine. If I see it, I might raise my eyebrow and be like, for real? Most times that particular position is taken on by a woman. Hands on the hips, um, possibly a tilt of the head. And I got to tell you, that is really off-putting. It's not approachable. And I think we do it, you know, it's an unconscious move. Um, especially hands on the hips, uh, crossing of the arms. Now, men do cross their arms, and that's really, uh, when I see a man cross his arms, I'm feeling like, oh, this one's getting pissed or, um, you know, or bored. Could be one of the two. Um, But when a woman is in power, what I don't like seeing, especially on television or in person, is having a discussion and a crossing of the arms because now you're kind of telling me and this is my perception you may or may not agree if I'm talking to you face to face and you start throwing your hands you know crossing across your chest either you're not taking me seriously you're tuning me out or you're upset um it could possibly be you're just throwing your arms around your, you know, crossing your arms because maybe you don't know what else to do with your arms. But body language is so, so important when it comes to a woman and a woman in power, just a woman in general, making her point, getting her point across to watch, be a little more, you know, conscientious about how you are standing in your face. Um, me, I like to try to fold my hands, um, you know, low towards my pelvis, just folding it politely when I'm talking to someone. Or at times I may put my hands behind my back um, or just do like a little bit of a stretching move side to side so that I don't fall into the trap of crossing the arms or hands on the hip. Um, in the professional world, I have found... Um, that's just rude and it's unnecessary. Um, and when I see women in high power, if you want to talk, 
politics or, or um, hospitality, um, medical. I don't see hardly ever crossing of the arms or hands on the hips. Um, what I do see is keeping your chin up keeping your shoulders straight forward, keeping your back straight, and keeping your feet pointed. Um, When I do see a woman in that posture, I see someone who is exuding confidence, who is paying attention, and is a little more approachable. Now, I, you know, I just can't stand that, that's, uh, that, uh, I just can't, (laughs) I'm trying not to say the word because I'm not quite sure if this would be bleeped out. I just can't stand seeing someone cross their arms and have resting bitch face. Um, It's unapproachable and it's unprofessional. And if that's the kind of, um, you know, if you want to be seen as that way and you are conscious that you're doing that, more power to you. But do understand, um... There's not going to be a lot of power behind your words. It's just you're going to be seen as possibly difficult, unapproachable um, bitch. And I would love and I want women who have the aspirations to be uh, uh, top of their top of their um, top of the line in whatever field you want to get into, whether, um, you want to be a doctor, a lawyer, uh, uh, food hospitality in management, whatever you want to do, whatever your heart's desire on one more time, entrepreneurship. Um, God, ladies, I want you to succeed. I want you to succeed and just wipe the slate clean of, of any competition that can possibly knock you out simply because of your body language, your tone of voice, your face. Just be a little bit, just, just check yourself. Think about how, you know, the next time you go to cross your arms, just think twice before you do it. Is it going to be considered off-putting? Is it going to be considered, you know, that's not cute? I wish all women who want to succeed and be in, in, in a president, vice president, CEO, CFO, COO, UFO, whatever, you know, three letters you want or two, you know, MD, PA, whatever, you have to have the whole package. And you just, you just do, you got to have the whole package. You got to have the education. You got to have, um, you know, the right type of personality, strong, you have to have the right look. And I hate to say this when it comes to looks. I don't care if you're 120 pounds, 220 pounds, you know, uh, small, large, plus size, just look your best. Do your best to, you know, think about what you're about to say, because that one phrase that one little hiccup could be the difference between a promotion and going and just not getting it. You didn't get the promotion. You didn't get that opportunity because of one damn flub. Um, I've tried to watch it myself in interviews and 
um, when it came to a, a possible promotion to keep my hands crossed on top of the tables if it's sitting down to try to not sweat with a panel interview. You, you gotta be on your game, ladies. Be on your game. Be on your game. Girls, get opinions from those who are already at that level to see how did you get there? What did you do? Can you give me some pointers? That's how we learn. That's how we rise. You understand? That's how females rise. We can rise by looking and mentoring from other top females because they did and they do what it takes to get to the top. So that's my um, piece of advice is just rock it, own it, do it, you know, whatever it is you want to do, do what you got to do professionally to get there. We can do just as well as the men uh, can do, if not better. Let me tell you, there's a lot of power that comes with the female sex and we need to flex it, keep flexing it, keep flexing it. And I guarantee you, if we could go ahead and roll over and make it more female uh, level playing field versus men, maybe overtaking, you know, you know, you never know what the future holds. Um, the sky's the limit. We can just accomplish anything and everything. And my wish and my prayer to all the ladies out there listening is that you got to put in the work. You have to put in the work. You have to do the work to get to where you want to be. It's not going to be handed to you. I wish life could be like that. But then again, wouldn't be right, would it? To just have things handed to you. It feels better when you earn it. And it just... It means so much more when you earn that promotion. It means so much more when you get that book pub, uh, published. It means so much more when you get that part in a player, whatever it is your heart's you know, gunning for. Earn it. Do it. Win it. You got this. And if you ever, ever, ever doubt yourself, remind yourself, I got this. I can do this. Get yourself a little bit of, you know, you need a support group. You got some girlfriends that that you can trust with with discussing your heart's desires and the wishes and dreams that you have for your life. You make sure you you make sure you surround yourself with the right people. Okay, so keep your eyes open, your ears open, your mouth careful. Always be careful with what you say, but keep your eyes open and keep your ears open and never ever drop your guard and I guarantee you ladies you will just soar soar to the clouds and you will keep soaring you can do this all right so to all the ladies out there my prayer for you is that God give you the strength to go ahead and keep reaching keep pushing persevere persevere keep going for what you want all right, whether you want to, uh, you know, embrace the word bitch, you want to not use or, or, or uh, want to think about that word, that's all on you. What I'm saying is there is power in that word and it all depends on how you use it. 
the perception of it and how you deal with it. Are you going to be that powerful bitch sitting in that executive chair? Or are you going to be, you know, the person they go, well, she's a bit too much of a bitch and not get promoted. It's all about how you wield that word and how you use it and how you frame it. Okay. So it's not necessarily a bad word. It just really depends on how you see it. It's all about perception. All right, that's it for today. I'll come back to you next week with another subject. I'm going to check out what's going on with the news, what's going on with politics, culture, music. Um, Oh, gosh, yeah. You know what? We need to talk about this whole Little Mermaid thing going on with Ariel being cast with an um, African-American lead. Um, Yeah, I, I, I saw The Little Mermaid. It's one of my favorite Disney movies. Um, but you know what? It's 2019. We got to diversify. The world looks different. The world acts different. The world is different. So, you know what? Applause and standing ovation to Disney for embracing, uh, diversifying their films. Um, we all know that Disney's gosh, since steam, steamboat Willie, I think, God, I hope I got that word right. The title, right. Uh, when Mickey came out, you know, uh, the characters, the, the, there were breakthroughs in the two thousands, you know, when it came to, or the late nineties, when it came to, uh, you know, Aladdin, um, and other characters coming out that were not Caucasian. Um, then, uh, you know, we could talk about that on the next segment as far as entertainment and how it's diversifying and, uh, what that means for women. Um, so we'll go ahead and talk about that. Unless I change my mind. You never know. I'm a woman. You know how we are. Um, unless something else comes up. So with that being said, I want to wish you guys a great weekend and a blessed week ahead. And um, we'll talk soon. All right. Blessings.